It's 106.1, the new QYQ and the new QYQ.com. It's Johnny, and I'm very excited. We have a QYQ sound lounge, and we have a special guest in the studio, and that is Ella Red. Ella, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good to have you in here. Thank you Uh, for having me. We need to learn more about you. I know you're going to play some music for us, some of your great songs. You were doing some sound checks here just a little bit ago. Uh, and I'm excited to hear it. And I know there's a lot of people uh, in our community that listen to QYQ, hear your songs, and they love it. But let's learn a little bit more about you. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. So it was a bit of a drive to <laughs> be here today, but definitely worth it, I think. So what got you into music? Um, It started when I was really young, and it was a sort of... Um, I see it as an act of defiance Um, (laughs) because um, when I was really little, we had a piano and I asked my mom to teach me to play and she didn't have time and she said, I don't have time. And I said, fine, I'll do it myself. And I started playing like when I was like six, I started like playing my lullabies that I that she would sing to us at night. And I started learning them on piano. And then I was, you know, just goofing off with music until specifically like on the piano and singing little ditties here and there. And then I became more serious with it when I started playing the cello in middle school. And that was also a very competitive thing for Mm me. Um, Whenever I started learning that and I realized that the harder I worked at it and the more I practiced it, the more recognition I got. And also um, the the more people I would beat out and like it's sort of I imagine it as like those um, those like roller rinks, the speed racing there whenever you have those roller derbies and they're shoving people out of the way. Like that's how I saw cello. And I was very I was a very competitive cellist. And I thought that's what I was going to do before I started um, writing lyrics in class instead of taking tests. I would write pages and pages of lyrics on the test pages and then I started incorporating that into cello and then I picked up the guitar and started doing that but yeah songwriting started with me on the cello and just (laughs) taking up test space with words instead of answers that's awesome so when it comes to the 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 writing and the constructing of a song I mean you're you're playing piano you're playing guitar you're playing cello what what comes first for you when you when you're constructing a song is it a melody that pops in your head or is it some lyrics because i know you're you know you're journaling or you're you're jotting down and doodling a lot of that stuff i'm always writing yeah it sort of i think it normally starts with the lyrics for me um and it it's normally just something like really short that sort of just floods out and if i'm and it's it's really weird. You have to be like in a zone. And then whenever you are in the zone, it literally just pours out of you and you just can't stop writing. And normally it'll stop for me at about like a verse or um, a chorus. And then I'll be like, OK, now I have to figure out the next part of the song and how the rest of it's going to go. Um, but yeah, most of the time, my individual songwriting, whenever I'm songwriting by myself, it starts with the without the piano, just because that's the easiest place for me to get all the chords out and everything and figure out where what note goes where. Um, because I, I never, I, well, I did learn music theory on guitar sure. and I never remembered it. But um, so the piano was just the easiest place for me to get it all out. Um, and yeah, the melody and the lyrics sort of, 
they go together, but at the same time, they change so much from beginning to end of song. Like, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, that was a song that we started writing, and the verse probably changed. Like, the verse melody that we wanted to go mm-hmm. with changed probably like 10 times before it became what it was. Wow. Uh, and so when you're, you mentioned being in the zone, when you're maybe not in the zone, how do you get yourself into that? What do you do? Do you, do you, cause you psych yourself up? Do you just, do you step away from your instruments for a little bit? What do you do? So to be in the zone for me, I, I one have to be away from social media for a little bit because one that I feel like that sucks like everything out of you and just being online that can suck a lot of that music creativity out of me. Um, so I'm normally like staying off of social media whenever I want to be creative and be writing lyrics and stuff. Um, and then also it comes and goes like, it's really hard for me to force it. It comes most easily whenever I'm sitting at the piano or I just grab, if I'm like in a songwriting mood, then I'll grab my guitar and I'll sit down and in my room by myself and I'll say, okay, I'm going to write a song now. And I don't know what I'm going to write it about, but. You know, I'll go looking through my notes to see if there's anything poetic that I may have written down throughout the day because that happens. Um, But there have been songs where I've been like just on my way to the bathroom and I'll I'll have a headache and I'll be like, oh, talking about how like, um, oh, I want to like read you some just like lyrics because this happened literally on at rehearsal the other day. We were at rehearsal and I went to the bathroom and I came back and I was like, mom, I wrote a song in the bathroom. And it was like something about like my head is exploding, um, something's yeah. overloading, don't know what love is, but I know it's hopeless. And it's just, you know, it sort of just comes out and it just, you know, right. it's just a, it's like a waterfall that just floods out of you. What is it about the bathroom that brings so much it's so It's like it's shower like the, thoughts. The shower, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The shower, it's, the toilet, anytime. You, it's, it's a vulnerable place. Yeah. I it's guess a vulnerable place of sense. opportunity for you to be alone with your thoughts. I no, you're exactly right. Because anytime writers or uh, you know, if they're not musicians, I mean, me when I'm talking on the radio and thinking about something, a lot of those ideas of man, I should talk about this. It happens comes from the, the bathroom. Yeah, it happens in the bathroom while you're on the pot in the shower. Exactly. Just in that, it's a magical place. The bathroom. <laughs> well, maybe you should write a song about the magical place that is the bathroom. Then maybe I should. I want you to grab your guitar. Because uh, I know you, you're going to play a couple songs for us. Um, let's let's set up this this song. Uh, you're going to do a song that's actually you have not released it yet. Um, it's called Representative. What what's yes. that uh, What's that song all about? Um, so this one it has such a fun storyline to it. And my co-writer Justin Mariello, he's really excited about this song too. Um, just because it has such vivid 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 imagery in it um and it goes hand in hand sort of with put your money where your mouth is where you meet a person and you get to know them and you think you know them and then however many months or even years later you realize that the person that you thought you knew wasn't actually them but it was their representative okay it's a qiq sound lounge with ella red and this is representative I 
thought that I knew you, but it wasn't you. Just a representative boy. You put on quite the show, a compelling Romeo. With an Oscar-worthy love pride, a tough pill to swallow. Give me back my heart, you borrowed. I want you, but somebody else, a representative of yourself. It's a face you use to get what you want. I fell in love with the person you're not. Kiss me just because you couldn't get enough. Till you had enough of us, you laugh like I was Jimmy Fallon, and we could talk for hours. Till you got tired of my tone, pride's a tough pill to swallow. Give me back my heart, you borrowed. I want you, but you're somebody else. A representative of yourself It's a face you use to get what you want I fell in love with the person you're not Representative, yeah, it's your representative Representative, it's just your representative Representative, yeah, it's your representative Representative, it was just your representative Changes color after the honeymoon's over. A chameleon changes color, color, color. I want you, but you're somebody else, a representative of yourself. I want you, but you're somebody else, a representative of yourself. It's a face you use to get what you want I fell in love with the person you're not Representative, yeah, it's your representative Representative, it's just your representative Representative, yeah, it's your representative Representative, it was just your representative Nice. That Thank was you. Awesome. That was awesome. Now you're gonna do another song in just a little bit, but we'll we'll have the guitar off to the side in a little bit. But uh, you mentioned uh, earlier that you know music and doing a lot of this is sort of that a- act of defiance. Uh, did you? What was the the most trouble you got into when you were a kid? Oh, see, that is so funny because music is like where my outlet is, and that's where you know I put all of my emotion basically. And I was an incredibly good kid. Like my mom is in the studio with me. I was never a troublemaker. I didn't go through a teenage rebellion phase. Mom's I'm current, not. Yeah, mom's yeah. not, and like you. Yeah. You you weren't a bad kid. I was, a, I was an incredible, I was an angel. I was an angel child. I want a mini me 100%, but <laughs> right now I'm going through my teenage rebellion at 20 because I didn't really have to go through it because their attention was mainly focused at my younger sister and my older brother. So I wasn't super, I was like watching them mess up and then I'd be like, okay, don't do that. Um, 
And then now that all of their my parents' attention is completely focused on me because I'm still in the house and my brother moved out and my sister's in college and I'm just doing music still at home. So now all of their attention is on me. So now I'm like, okay, now leave me alone. Sure. Let me do my thing. And now I'm sort of going through my rebellion phase and she'll nod to that. Definitely. <laughs> I've been, I've been an angry 20 year old teenage girl this, yeah. these past few months. Um, but yeah, I was a pretty good kid. I can't really think there was any so big the- active difference. I cut my sister's hair a lot oh. as a child. Um, Did I it turn out nice? Absolutely not. No. We both looked like um, blueberries. I don't know how to describe that haircut. So you cut your hair and I cut hers? my, yeah. So I was a very crafty, okay, so I cut a lot of things. That's something I just remembered. That might have been my most troubling thing. Would I, I would find scissors yeah. and I would say I want to make my own like contraptions or things and I would cut wires because I'd be like, I want to take like, yeah, I want to take the wires and make my own like invention or whatever. And I thought that cutting the wire was going to help me use the wire for something and I would cut it and then be like, okay, I don't know what to do now. And I would just leave it and I would cut my sister's hair and she says that she still hasn't grown it back. Um, I cut my hair. My hair grows back very fast, so I was fine. Um, but yeah, probably cutting a lot <laughs> of different things. We're talking with Ella Red. It's the QIQ Sound Lounge on 106.1, the new QIQ. Now, you also you, you write a lot of songs about relationships, and you're only 20 years old. Have you had a lot of issues with relationships? I uh, have. Yeah. Um, I. How serious do we want to get in this? We don't have to get in too this deep. interview. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I went through a lot of relationships in high school. I don't know how many is a lot. I'd say like how many is not a lot, and how many is a lot. I don't. I don't have anything to compare to. I mean, like two, two, three, four. I probably had like yeah, four, five. Oh wow. Um, one or one or two a year, but um, yeah, a lot of these songs come from. Um, me writing, but even some of the songs that I have out now and I'm also about to release aren't even about relationships. They're about friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and you can sort of make them about like either or. Um, and so I choose to sort of make them more universal to where they can apply to both. Um, because like, you know, there's that line and put your money where your mouth is where it's like, are you in or in the way? Mm-hmm. Like that could apply to literally anyone. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So would you rather write a love song or a breakup song? Oh, that is so hard because I have a song called Sticks and Stones. That is a very sweet love song for my boyfriend that, um, people cry to every time I perform it and it's not out yet. It'll be released probably early next year. And like, that's a very, very sweet song. And it really, it's a real tear tricker. And I love seeing that reaction in the audience too. But I also love these like harder, you know, more like, I hate you sort Mm -hmm. of songs because that gets the crowd so pumped up. I love seeing my favorite thing ever is seeing the crowd's reaction to the songs. So it's really hard like that. It's, it's such a good balance though. Having like that sweet love song that also is like it pulls at your heartstrings so hard that the audience that had never heard of you before is crying their eyes out and then also these 
songs that make them scream and yell and jump with you and make them connect with you on both of those levels. So that's a really hard one. But I would say probably. Oh, you can't make me pick. <sighs> you can say both. I, I, you, don't, you don't have to pick one. I think I think I would have to pick both because same thing with that with those love songs, too, is that sort of goes back to my singer songwriter roots sure. because I didn't always write songs with these like harder boss girl feelings mm-hmm. in them. It was more of these like folky. I love my family. I love my friends. I love my relationships with people and I love the world. And those are those kinds of songs. And there's also like the world has wronged me songs. And I think both of them are necessary. Before we get to your song, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, uh, you mentioned some unreleased uh, songs, so you're working on some of that and getting ready to do that. What else is next for you? Oh my goodness, we have so many new songs that are coming, and I've been wanting to release them forever and ever, but the timing just hasn't been right. Like We released I Don't Care and Here We Are at the same time because we were trying (laughs) to get more songs out. Um, And then next year, we've got um, a cover coming out um, that I have been playing live at shows. I don't know if I want to say publicly what it is. You could probably find out pretty easily by coming to one of my shows. But um, I also I have that cover and then I have probably two, three, three originals that are coming out early next year. Um, and then we're also working on writing a bunch of new material early next year while these are all being released. Um, I've also got a bunch of shows already starting to be lined up for early next year. So we're really hitting the ground running with all of this stuff. That's awesome. Ella, how do we find you? Uh, not only to see some tour dates, but also, of course, we want to listen to your music as well. Um, so I'm on all streaming platforms, just Ella Red, and then also on social media across the board. You can find me at It's Ella Red. Wonderful. Well, we'll get your guitar set up again, and you're going to do uh, another great song here in the QIQ Sound Lounge, and that is Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. This is the QIQ Sound Lounge with Ella Red. Are you in or in the funny how you talk like you 
actually know When that rush you felt, I can tell it's starting to slow Well, maybe in another life, in another time Maybe in another lifetime, time, time This has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. I really appreciate you making your way here. Uh, and you like the, the the Michigan weather. You actually, you uh, your family, you've spent a lot of time here in Michigan. I love it in Michigan. One of my favorite places, 10 out of 10. I love it up here. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming here and Thank being so a part of our me. QIQ Sound Lounge. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.